0: Pam 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 for joining pam 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 your host. So far on the podcast, we've covered quite a bit. My personal pregnancy story, things to expect after you find out you're pregnant, changes you should start making, and food to eat and not eat. This episode, we're going to be talking about body changes and baby development in the first trimester. Now, for me, for most of my first trimester, I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't have a confirmation until I was, I think, nine weeks. I didn't have a lot going on to signal that I may be pregnant. I didn't have tender breasts at first. I didn't have morning sickness. I had missed my period, but mine were always somewhat irregular. So even then, I really wasn't sure. I just had this sneaking suspicion. And it was, I don't know, I just felt different. The way that I was feeling different, um, I had lots of fatigue and I'd gained some weight and I also had constipation and diarrhea. <laughs> it's funny how open I am about my experiences on this podcast because in person, I don't ever talk about what's going on in the bathroom. And my husband, it's he calls me a closet pooper and he'll say that in front of anyone because he has absolutely zero filter whatsoever. <laughs> I don't really know what makes the difference here, except I guess I feel like it's important for me to be open and honest about experiences that I had that you may also have. But anyway, moving on. (laughs) Even after I found out I was pregnant, it was still a little bit hard to believe. It wasn't like when you discover a paper cut and all of a sudden it hurts, though it hadn't bothered you until you saw it. I didn't get a rush of symptoms. I do consider myself very lucky, uh, so please don't be mad at me. (laughs) I know some of you will go through all of the throes of pregnancy, and I'm super sorry about that. So my first trimester experience was quite uneventful, aside from finally getting a positive test result. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about, so what I'm going to do is go over a bit more in detail about what changes you may experience. And I'll try to kind of go through this week by week. And we'll also talk about what's going on with the baby too. Just in case you don't know, first trimester is considered week one until the end of week 12. So just because you get into, you know, week 12, like, ooh, yay, I'm week 12 today. You have to wait until the end. So technically the first day of week 13 that you're considered second trimester. Now, week one is kind of weird because you're not technically pregnant at this time. Your last cycle has just ended. But doctors include this along with week two. I wish you could see my uh, quote marks because it's easier to calculate gestational age from just after your period rather than trying to determine exactly when you ovulated and the egg was fertilized. With that being said, week two is when you ovulate. So baby is just an egg floating down the tubes of fallopia. Now between week two and three, the egg is attacked by little spermin on its journey. Most of the time at this stage, the egg wins, but in pregnancy, the spermin win. And the little egg sinks to the bottom of the uterine ocean, where it begins to evolve into dun dun du an embryo. On to week three. <laughs> Some women can experience symptoms of pregnancy around week three and four, such as breast tenderness, constipation, and fatigue. Though, like me, you may not get any of these. You may also get implantation bleeding, and I do remember that. It's funny because most things online say it will be like a spot of pink or brown blood. For me, it wasn't. It was more like a really light brown flow. Uh, Yes, TMI, if any guys happen to be listening to this podcast, I know. But you know what? This is what we go through to populate the planet, and it's damn time we talk about the details. Now week four is around the time you may get a positive pregnancy test, but it depends on your HCG levels. You may test and it come up negative until your HCG levels build up. So if you're trying, don't get discouraged, especially if you hadn't got your period yet. On the contrary, I'll say this because I've experienced it. Most likely, if your period starts, you're not pregnant. There are a lot of miracle stories out there on pregnancy forums of women who have bled for a portion of the time and have ended up having full-term pregnancies, uh, healthy ones. But to be honest, those cases are more rare and are usually due to other underlying conditions. My emotional struggles over the years with not being able to get pregnant have been due to me hanging on to hope way too much. Yes, it's very unfortunate when you get your period or you bleed due to a miscarriage, but please don't torture yourself with hope either. It can make these feelings of loss even worse. Okay, enough of that. Let's keep going. Let's move on. Uh, We have several weeks to go. (laughs) Week five and six you may really start to notice at this point that you're pregnant. Your breasts may be really sore. You may feel extremely exhausted. And I'm talking like major midday crashes, which I felt. But now you may also experience a heightened sense of smell. That happened to me a little bit later on. I started getting that a little bit around this time, I think. But I really hadn't noticed it as much until... Towards the end of my first trimester and into my second trimester, it, it's really funny because most of the time everything is just stinky, and even the good-smelling stuff is just too potent, and, and so it, then it just is overwhelming. And this can contribute to nausea. So if you're feeling sick to your stomach, could be because of your nose. At this time, you may also find that you like foods you usually hate. Or hate foods you usually like. And like the heightened sense of smell, your change of taste may also contribute to nausea. Now, if you're experiencing morning sickness, the smells and the taste changes can contribute, but the biggest factor in your morning sickness is most likely your hormonal changes. So there you go. Now, the baby in week five will go from about the size of a strawberry seed. I'm talking a seed, not a strawberry, a seed, to a little alien lizard embryo looking thing in week six. By week six, its spine looks like a long tail and it has like these little cute nubbins where its arms and legs are going to be. It's honestly weird looking, but (laughs) it will get cuter, I promise. Moving on to week seven, on top of all the other symptoms that you may be experiencing, you may now be taking more trips to the bathroom due to your higher levels of HCG. And mood swings at this point can also start kicking in. So yay! As far as the baby goes, this strange little alien creature now has eyes, a digestive system, and its brain is forming. Week eight. Let's add bloating to the mix. <laughs> I felt this way every time I ate. And uh, it's, it was so uncomfortable. No matter, no matter what I ate, I would just feel uh, sluggish, bloated, pressure, not fun. You may also notice your breasts getting bigger at this point. Though for me, I didn't really notice this until second trimester when they, they exploded in size. For week eight, your little alien is now starting to look more and more like a baby. Head and limbs are taking shape, so is the nervous and respiratory system, and now the baby's starting to move. Although, you're not going to feel anything because it is itty bitty, itty bitty. I'm talking like the size of a kidney bean. Week (laughs) 9. Take all of your symptoms and multiply them by like 5. Around this time, your symptoms are probably going to be at their peak. They're worst. They're just awful. To top that off, you may also start to get some heartburn. Heartburn has been the bane of my pregnancy. And I absolutely hate it. If I had anything spicy, if I had anything saucy, that's kind of how it started for me. And it feels like I've been eating Vicks. and it's like down my esophagus. It's just like this cold, burny, gross feeling. I hate it. At this point for me, and maybe even in the prior week, I did notice weight gain. Everything for me was a bit tighter at this point, and I did have a little pooch, but not very much. It was just more thicker waist, thicker thighs, thicker tush. Man, girls, I grew butt during pregnancy. I'm not even going to lie about that. Another thing you may also notice is acne. I definitely did. Uh, And it was the cystic acne type. And it was like along my jawline, kind of like in my cheeks a little bit. Very, very awful. But I actually thought it was more due to wearing masks all the time because of COVID. And I started noticing just before I got my pregnancy test, which is around this time. um, And then, you know, got the test, came back positive. It was like, that could be the reason why I'm having acne, okay. (laughs) Now baby during week nine is starting to get teeth and the four chambers of its heart have formed too. It's growing and developing very, very rapidly. So with week 10, that was when I got my first ultrasound and you may also get to see your baby around this time. Not gonna lie, it looks really weird, but it's very cute has a giant head at this point, but it definitely looks more like a baby. At this time, the only thing you may notice is tighter pants, though you probably won't have an actual baby bump yet. Second time moms, however, may get their baby bump sooner. It's (laughs) pre-stretched, so everything shows a little bit more, I guess. At week 10, I did start noticing some weird things for me. And um, these are a little bit more rare. I couldn't find a lot of people who had experienced the same thing as me. My skin near my hairline on my forehead started to darken a bit. It's probably all of my hidden freckles from sun damage. Uh, But either way, it got darker. I also had portions of my hair on the side of my head turn red. And I did find in a couple of forums that people had kind of mentioned that. But it definitely was red. And it was weird and very noticeable. So I've, I've never had that there. And I was like, oh, babe, is this red hair in my hair? He was like, yeah, that's red. Well, we only have week 11 and 12 left. So let's keep moving. Week 11 may bring more discharge and it's dumb. It's like a runny nose, but somewhere else. It's gross. I can say though, I'd rather deal with that than a cycle any day. It has been so nice. Not having a period. Oh my gosh, it's been great. At this time, you may also notice round ligament pain as your uterus grows. If you don't know, round ligaments are these long cord looking things on the sides of your uterus that help hold it in place. And when they stretch, they hurt. So be very careful getting up off the couch or getting out of bed. Move slower than what you normally would because sometimes when you move too fast, it pulls. It pulls hard and it hurts, like a very sharp pain. And it's actually had me fold it over a couple of times, like, oh, give me a minute. So take it easy, mama. Take it easy. As far as the baby goes in week 11, it's now considered a fetus at this time. So it's moved from egg to embryo to fetus. It has fingers and toes, hair follicles, eyelids. I think that's actually a few weeks prior to this. But they've just got a lot of things just forming. And by the end of this week, its genitals will have started forming. Just for reference, baby is about the size of a strawberry. (laughs) Hmm, a little straw baby. (laughs) Aww. Okay, so we're finally at week 12. And my goodness, it's amazing how much baby has changed, even from 10 weeks to 12 weeks. Around this time, I had the nuchal translucency ultrasound. And it just, it looks so much more developed. Everything was so much more defined. The face, the body, legs, arms, hands, feet. It was absolutely adorable. I was just like, ah, baby. (laughs) Baby is about the size of a lime at 12 weeks. Still not very big at all. However, you may start noticing an actual baby bump at 12 weeks. And when they say baby bump, it's really just that. It's, It's a bump. You're not going to notice like a huge pop, most likely. When you do notice that pop, though, it's your uterus popping up over your pelvis. I'm just 30 weeks at recording this, and it's funny because I look back and laugh at myself remembering how I felt at this time. I was like, oh, I got a baby bump. (laughs) That is nothing compared to now. Now I'm like, I'm a potato. So I do have a little good news for 12 weeks. A couple of your symptoms, nausea and fatigue, may actually be coming to a close for you. It's not going to be everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if you continue to have morning sickness throughout your pregnancy. But those two symptoms usually seem to kind of go away. I mean, everything else kind of gets a little bit more heightened, but <laughs> especially the heartburn for me, the heartburn, Ugh, heartburn. but most of you will experience a kind of slowdown in those two areas. So that pretty much covers weeks one to 12. Some of you may experience everything I've talked about, and some of you may experience none of it. I may have even missed some symptoms, or you may have some weird ones that very few people get, like for instance, my red hair, but it really just depends on your body. Well. That's a wrap on this episode. I was going to venture into geeky names for the next one following this, but I may change that because I'm still not done doing research yet. <laughs> with that being said, we'll just have to have the next episode topic be a surprise. What's wrong with the surprise every now and again? If you have enjoyed what you've heard so far, please throw us up a rating, like, subscribe, follow, share, whatever you can do on the player you're listening to please do it. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Rachel Renee, and this has been Baby and the Geek. Keep it geeky, mama. baby and the geek is produced by sound maiden if you'd like to share your geeky mama's stories ideas and advice with us please reach out to us at soundmaiden.media at gmail.com like share and listen anywhere you get your podcasts